You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Brett. And I'm Steven. And we are the The Broadway Husbands. Husbands. We're just your all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. Members of our Patreon get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes videos, blogs, and other perks, including free apparel and so much more. To become part of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com forward slash Broadway Husbands. Well, well, on today's podcast, we are going to discuss <laughs> something that we're doing. What is it? We've been we're... really afraid to announce this for some reason. I don't know why. I think because what is it what is about the fear of the, so okay. So a p- big part of the problem problem it's not a problem, but a big part of the issue of why we've been afraid is because so much of our identity is Broadway and Broadway is in New York City. Yeah. And so the idea of committing to doing something outside of New York feels like we're somehow like letting go of some identity. Right. right? So what are we doing, Stephen? So we are buying a house. We're buying a house in Texas. And we're so excited. We're so excited. But we wanted to talk about it because I think it's really useful for anyone who is having some sort of serious identity crisis as a result of the pandemic. Um, to understand that it's really important to just be where you're at. And that's kind of how we came to this decision because we, as you know, sold our East Village apartment last summer. We have an episode about that. And we had that money from the sale sitting there. And of course, we want to use it for growing our family. But we were also in the middle of all of this growing both of our businesses. Steven has been teaching ballet very consistently and has a couple private ballet students. Um, and if you need private ballet or you know someone who does, <laughs> you can always reach out to Steven R. Hannah on That's right. Instagram. Um, and I have been coaching. I have probably 12 to 16 clients that I'm working with every week. Yeah. So it became this huge challenge to work. I can't get, I'm just, my productivity is low. And part of the issue is there's no space for me to work in. I have to constantly pack up a bag and go somewhere somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And then I just don't get any momentum because of that. And so, and it's super frustrating. And also we're throwing, we were throwing a lot of money away. You know, so since we've been here in Texas, we have an apartment that, it's nice. It's very nice. And um, thank you, landing. Thank you, landing. Um, but our rent is relatively high for, you know, it could be lower Have if we had our own apartment that we didn't rent furniture also. Um, um, because our stuff is in storage in New Jersey, because we had no idea what we were doing when we sold our apartment. So we just put it in storage. So now we're here 
and we're paying a rent that's a little higher than because we'd like to pay because, because it's, it's furnished. Because it's furnished. And then And let's be honest, it's also really nice. <clears throat> it's also really nice. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. We 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 really love it. And then we're also paying for a storage unit. So our our monthly um, you know, payment is pretty high. Anyways, so and that being said, currently, you know, we're still here in Texas and things are moving along and going really well and and we're still waiting for things to change. And while we're waiting for that change, we started looking at houses. And well, we did the numbers and we were like looking at houses here in Texas and seeing what we could get. And at our at our current like down payment slash what we could get, we actually applied to get a mortgage and we were approved even with our freelance income thank you to the actress federal credit union who has been who has always been our mortgage broker so we're super grateful for that um we were approved and so we started looking just to see what we could get and when we saw what we could get at the prices here it was like well this is this would be an investment in us we can get a really good interest rate and we can have space so that i have an office so that steven's parents could come visit after Mm -hmm. everyone's vaccinated so that we could have a room for a baby because that's mm-hmm. our big goal, as most of you know, for the last four years yeah. and growing. Um, so we were like, let's just do this. We're here. It's cheap. We, you know, no matter what happens with the future of Broadway in New York or our careers, at least we can be here Settled for now, you know, and it's been so good here for us because, um, because we are able to be safe and socially distanced and have family nearby. And also, um, you know, we're both auditioning, like you're auditioning. Mm-hmm. Steven shot a commercial in Austin last week. Mm-hmm. And so things are actually kind of good here. Mm-hmm. And also we're getting auditions in New York too. We're self taping for things and projects in New York too. So I feel like this is a sign that things, things are changing for the industry in a way that you don't really have to be. Yeah. in New York City to pursue. And also, you know, I think one of the things to say about this too is is that this whole year has taught us to kind of live in like what's happening right now, <clears throat> you know, live for today. And today this makes the most sense for us on many levels. And so that's kind of why we went ahead and did it. And, um, you know, because everything will change, right? And as things change, we will figure out what makes sense for us to do during that time. But so what makes you excited about a house, Stephen? Oh, my God. There's so many things. So wait, what kind of house did we get? So what were you looking for? Do you remember when we first started looking? So like I always had this dream of if we ever lived in Texas, because it was always like a possibility, right? Because Brett is from here. So that was always kind of like a conversation. Like if we're gonna move somewhere, it's either gonna be to Texas or Pennsylvania where my family lives. And um, so the Texas dream is always, it has to be a ranch. Um, <laughs> For those of you who don't know, and who live in New York City, maybe a ranch is one story. Yeah, it has to have just one story. No stairs. No stairs. That was like literally that my- That was our number one thing. That was the number one thing. I wanted no stairs after four, after living so long with like four flights of stairs yeah. to get to our apartment, yeah. you know, or just like riding the subway. Um, <laughs> so that was like the number one. And I think uh, we, you know, ideally we'd always wanted four bedrooms. 
Um, we and, weren't sure we'd be able to afford four bedrooms. Remember, yeah. like, we were looking at a lot of three bedrooms, and when we started looking at the three bedrooms, we are like, this actually, when we do the math, this doesn't work mm-hmm. because there's no office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd end up having a guest room for parents. Yeah. My brother, Eric, who we, we've talked about, who has special needs. Um, and, you know, your parents, if they came to visit for extended amounts of time, and the baby. Right, right. So we needed that extra room. yeah. But really, the number one thing was like, I, I don't even want to look at two story houses. <laughs> like, I want a ranch. And like, that's like the Texas dream, right? It's like, it's a flat place. So I want one story house. <laughs> but let me tell you what you can get here. Yeah. So I we mean, started looking. We looked at some houses where you could get new construction in the middle of nowhere. That's the only thing. Right. That we, we could have purchased... 2,000, 3,000 square foot homes and probably afforded it, but it would have been in the middle of friggin' nowhere. Yeah, it just wasn't quite developed yet. It will be probably in the next five to 10 years, but. But I just felt like like, we looked at these one, we looked at these homes that I loved. They were called Perry Homes. They were so nice. And then we also found out that the guy who started Perry Homes, an ultra conservative Uber, like, not a great person as far as like gay rights or progressive movement. So I'm glad we didn't go there. Um, but we looked at the, the homes were gorgeous, huge, big ceilings, really nice. vaulted, you know, beautiful, everything. beautiful, beautiful. But it was like, I, I just kept thinking, this is really like, what's this, the people going to be like as a gay couple trying to have a family? We're not really that close to anybody. Um, and it's interesting, even the reason we even went over there and looked at those specific, that specific area was because my sister-in-law had recommended it. And it's interesting when you talk to people like my sister-in-law or my family, they don't think about what it's like as an LGBTQ couple in places. They're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And it's like, you're not, you don't. You're you. That's called privilege, right? Like that, that for them, that's their privilege. It's like, so anyway, I know we'd be fine. Would we be happy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but also, it was interesting. So that was like, I guess, one of the first places we really went to look. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things that actually got us excited when we went there was not only the houses were uh, absolutely beautiful and gorgeous and like, oh my god, yes, 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 but. There was oh, yeah. the woman who was the sales representative there. She had a a man there. Well, with first her off, her, her name was Lady. Her name was Lady, and she introduced herself. She said, "Hi, my name is Lady, like Gaga." And I was like, "Okay, great. <laughs> like, we can get on board." Shout with out this. to Lady if you're listening. Yeah, and and she had a friend just visiting the office who had just purchased a home, who happened to be a gay man, who is also black. And so then I was like, "Well." If he lives here and he's okay, then we should be okay too. But then he was a flight attendant. He was a flight attendant, so he was probably never there. Really close to the airport, mm-hmm. so that was convenient for him. But he gets to go on airplanes and fly to Milan or whatever, right. and we're we'd be stuck in that neighborhood. So you know, we had to think through that a little bit, um, because you know, especially when we were started looking, there were a lot of, you know, pro-Trump things happening everywhere and i just felt that felt like a little non-inclusive um 
not that there's people who anyway, I don't want to get too political here, but there are people who who voted for him who are inclusive. I want to shout that out, but uh, at the same time, it's not totally where I want to live. Right. Um, and so we. So it was just a like, fun eh, day to look at the houses, and then let's we moved on. Just move on, <laughs> and then we, and then of course we were looking at schools. That was the big thing. People kept saying. Well, what's the school district? If you're oh, going to yeah, buy yeah, yeah. in an area, regardless if you're going to raise your kids in that area, for resale value, you want to consider the schools, which is unfortunate for America that that's how real estate works. Right. But um, we, you know, we didn't really consider the schools. So that that we started considering. And then we were thinking, well, we could, Stephen's working and teaching in the woodlands. What if we look in the woodlands? And we love the woodlands. We love, 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 love the woodlands. But anything renovated was way above our price range. And anything not renovated would have required more money than, more we, money had than we have to, to fix it up. Yeah. And we actually, you know, so we started looking, you know, in the woodlands. We saw a probably, I would say, five houses. And we saw two that I absolutely loved. But, like, literally one, I think, had a kitchen... That was all workable and looked like it was actually in good condition. Yeah, it was. But it was probably from 1986 or something. You know, I mean, like it needed to be. Yeah, like the stove and the oven. I was like, wow. So, you know, we would have had to have done that work. And and not that I wouldn't have been able to live with it, but it's one of those things when you move somewhere, you're not never going to feel really like comfortable or satisfied until you get those things done and the list was just so long and the expense was probably so high that it just it just didn't seem practical so then we started looking at new construction again yeah so we we were told to like oh they're building this in houston they're building this new loop that goes outside of houston so there's like the inner loop and now there's this big outer loop that they call the grand parkway 99 and so as they're building this there's all this new construction popping up around this 99 in anticipation of it becoming this major highway. It is a major. Well, it is. And it's, (laughs) I mean, it's a tollway, Yeah, but it's super nice. Anyway, this one little area that was, has good schools really close to where Steven works and close to friends and off of 99, which is where my parents can hop on 99 and get to us pretty quickly. If, you know, they need to, we need help with the baby or whatever, which, you know, we're not there yet, but, but we will in anticipation of, yeah. So we started looking and we literally went to this one area, um, and went to the model homes. That's kind of what we started to learn was like, no, go to the model Model homes, homes. talk to the salespeople like lady. And we walked into this one model home and it was a gay guy who was the salesperson. And we literally were like, anytime you see a gay person here in Texas, at least since we've been here, it's like, oh my God. We're so excited. Brett was really funny. Like he was like, you know, like, like a shorter guy really worked out. And Brett was like, oh my God. Were you a gymnast? He looked like a gymnast. And I was like, okay, Brett, you need to come. He looked like a little short, stocky, you know, like I did cats with gymnasts, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's like this little gymnast. We kept trying to like, you know, be like, hey, we're gay. We didn't say, hey, we're gay. You know, we were just like trying to be friends with him, you know? (laughs) Um, It was very nice. 
But they were trying to, you know, they hold their cards close and they were like, yeah, we don't have any like inventory. You're just going to have to um, buy a lot and build a new house. And we were like, okay, well, that's we'll just a long time. We'll go. And we don't we don't really want to wait that long. And we're just seeing if there was anything that was close to being done. So we left. And so we left. But we liked the, the model home so much and the photos and the price and all of the stuff because we had walked around that whole model park. And we really liked what we saw. And so later that day, we were so obsessed with it. I was like, let's go back. Let's go back and look. Let's go back and look again. And we did. And he he then proceeded to, he drove us around, right? Yeah. He was like, yeah. well, I actually, I there's like one or two homes. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. So we went and looked. And one of the homes, I was like, this is really great. There's a lot of light. There's a lot of windows. Um, and it's on almost done. Like he was like, it'll probably be done by April. Mm-hmm. So we, we sat on it for a minute, I think a couple days. I think we went back again. Like, I mean, we went back multiple yeah. times. It I mean, it's really close weeks. to where we live. Yeah. We went back like probably three or four times in two weeks and set, you know, if and- you're anyone who's listening wants to check out the builder is called Coventry homes. That's who we're buying. I mean, the unit, the kind of home we're getting is called the Portland. The model's called Portland. Portland, yeah. But we got, there was already a couple upgrades chosen. Like, because it was so far in its process, a lot of the finishes had been chosen already. So there was like a bowed window in the master, which is beautiful, and a finished porch in the back, and um, all the countertops and floors and everything had already been chosen. So we just kind of were like, fine, whatever. Like this is, and we liked most of it. Yeah, yeah. and we can afford this. I have a lot of guilt around buying new construction. That's just because I'm, I just don't like taking away land when there's, you know, beautiful homes that can be redone. But Mm -hmm. you can't. Who can afford to do that? We could not afford to do that. We couldn't. Yeah. And the perks of buying a new construction is. We get so like there's like a two year warranty on like the actual structure itself. So anything that happens within the structure, they'll fix it. I think there's like a 10 year warranty on the roof. There's 25 years on the roof. 25 years years on the the 10 years on the air conditioning. There's two years on the structure and on the interior and on the interior. So that felt like for us, you know, one of the reasons why we were kind of having a hard time finding stuff that we could really afford was because, you know, getting an older home, not only would you have to fix it up, but then, you know, there's just going to be things that you're going to have to pay for that you don't even realize, right? To fix things and things pop up and things break down easier once it's older. So having that kind of reassurance of help within the first two years, at least for sure, um, just really takes a big load off, right? And and the idea of the past two years of our life have been mm. kind of um, a big journey, right? Like, <laughs> a, it feels like a, a never-ending um, nomadic kind of thing. And um, so the idea of having to move in, getting to move into a place where really the work that needs to be done is pretty small, right? It's more like decorative than anything. Um, it just sounds so much more appealing because... Of just all of the moving around that we've done the past two years. And, um, you know, I'm really excited for that. Me too. I'm really excited. Me too. 
So, so we decided to buy it. So like I said, we had gone over a couple times in two weeks and we basically said we were interested in putting in an offer. And you only have to put down 1%. Well, right. at the beginning to at make the, the beginning offer. to make the offer. Yeah. So we we did the one percent, and, um, and so that's kind of when you first go into contract. That's how you go into contracts. Yeah. Very different from this. Very, very different. different from New York City buying in New York City because in New York, it's like you got to have not only twenty percent down. You got to have a certain amount of money. At in least in our account. co-op, we had yeah. to have like a certain amount of money left over in the bank account that was exorbitant. And then you had to like, oh my gosh, there was just so much. It was a lot. And this was, was so much easier. Yeah, this was a lot simpler. So the first step was step one to make the offer and go into contract. We had to put 1% down mm-hmm. of the uh, sales price. Um, and then, so then we were in contract for that. And we, at that point, we started kind of going over to the house and watching them as they were doing the construction. And when we first went, there weren't even walls up, there were beams everywhere. So we saw it from that point on. Um, and so we would regularly go over. And then the next point in the purchase um, was paying for the design oh. features. Yeah. So most of the design features, like Brett said, had already been picked out. I'm kind of relieved of that because I mean, a lot of people think that in new construction, the fun is getting to go choose all those things, but it was a little overwhelming to go to the design center where they had all these like upgrades mm-hmm. and they're just going to try to be like, you're just going to be like, well, if I could get that, I want that, but it's going to be like exorbitantly more. Yeah. So if you we get just, an upgrade on everything. You're going to spend a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. And we just aren't really in a place to like, we just weren't in a place to do that. We just wanted to get a place where I could have an office and and we could have a room for we could spread out and get our stuff out of storage. (laughs) Yeah. And not spend an arm and a leg a month. Yeah. So we just got the basic package really of besides what was already chosen. Mm -hmm. And that made it so much easier. It'll be a lot more fun to kind of go room by room and And decorate. Yeah. and change light fixtures or whatever we want to do per room. So that was like the next step. So the next point in the purchase was we had to put down, what was it, 20% of those upgrades. Mm-hmm. So then that was like the next amount that we paid. And though that cost all goes towards the closing costs. Right. That's correct, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am saying that right. Yeah. Yeah. So then that was the next part. And then... Ever since then, we've, like I said, obsessively kind of going over almost <laughs> daily and just checking it out. I can't wait to go yeah. in there. And um, it's coming along great. Everything is almost done now. And as of this morning, our friend Jason in New York, shout out to Jason, um, is with our movers in New Jersey at our storage facility overseeing them loading the truck up so all of our stuff is actually getting out of storage today yeah that's That's right so exciting it is exciting and scary because i'm who knows like the condition our stuff will be in when it actually gets here we won't have to pay that monthly fee which what which it's not it's just terrible but it's just another expense you're like oh my goodness and um you know, we'll be able to like organize our stuff. So I'm super excited for that, but we haven't really talked about it to anybody publicly besides our family. And, you know, this is the, the big, the big announcement this week is we're setting down some roots in Texas 
for now and we're going to make this we're going to make a home for ourselves and the uh, the part of that is that we have we really love making content and we're getting a lot of amazing followers on Instagram but t- making content is time consuming and so we're offering perks to our followers and our listeners and if you are somebody who loves our podcast and loves our content we want to invite you to become a member of our patreon patreon is a really easy way for us for you to get to know us even more follow us as we build out this house we're going to do a lot of design and a lot of interior things and we're going to engage our patreon members to to see it and follow us we're going to do there's really cool perks like a monthly live chat where you can talk to us both yay you're you're going to get free merchandise giveaways um lots of cool perks if you are interested in supporting us even at a higher level go to patreon.com forward slash Broadway husbands. There's going to be a lot of really cool, fun, exclusive content happening just for our members there. Nice. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be cool. And so currently right now in the process, like Brett said, our stuff is being moved out of our storage unit. We are going to have our our first walkthrough on Monday, and then we'll have our final walkthrough this coming Thursday, and then we'll close on the house on Friday. And and we just can't wait. We're so excited. We're so excited. I mean, um, there's a really nice size yard, front and back. Um, We've never (laughs) had so much space before. So um, it kind of feels like a dream at this moment because I'm like, I can't even imagine that we're actually going to live there. But Oh, there's also like a community pool that's yeah, walkable and cute. a stocked pond where you can go fishing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all these walking trails. It's going to be really, really nice. I, I, I'm super excited because I never leave the apartment really when I'm working. So to be able to just go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice, a nice neighborhood. Um, it's going to be so nice. Yeah. So that's kind of what's happening. That's the big announcement. And then that's where we are in the process. And we're just super excited and you know this is um really a dream come true i mean we've really wanted to have a house for a long time and just we, we always thought it would be in jersey we always thought it would be in new jersey <laughs> yeah uh but at this point what's the difference because honestly everyone's working from home and i think that we're all going to see that that's going to become standard and i'm really excited to get to know the houston theater community a little mm-hmm. bit and see how we can be supportive of that as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, we're going to move on to a segment we call Spotlight Spotlight on Love. So this comes from an anonymous listener. And she says, I started dating a guy and it's new. It's going well. I just turned 40 and he has two kids. When is too soon to meet the kids? Also, I want kids of my own. How and when do you think I should discuss this? All right. Are you looking at me like I'm going to answer this first? Well, I feel like you you already have an answer. All right. Well, when is too soon to meet the kids? Hmm. I don't know. I think that that's like probably an individual an individual answer, right? I think I would think you'd want to wait a while. I think you would want to wait 
and just like keep nurturing your relationship with the guy. I mean, if I was a parent and I, I would want, I don't want the kids to meet somebody who I don't know that it's going to be like a long term. Right. And also, like, I think you might have different ideas than what he has different ideas or ideas about when it's an appropriate time to meet the kids. And I think, you know, you should probably listen to his idea about it because they're his kids. The other thing, too, is like I would think dating somebody new after I'm assuming he's separated or divorced. Dating somebody new should be a break from the kids. Right. That's right. True, yeah. You're going to want to like not have to discuss the kids because like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's pretty consuming. Yeah. But also, like, I think you should take their lead on it. If they feel like it's a good time, then and you're OK with it, then I think you should kind of just go with that because they're the people that are protecting those kids. And if they... <laughs> If they think it's an okay time for that to happen, then I think, and you're comfortable with that, then I think it's okay. Um, and then, you know, regarding you wanting kids, I think you need to have that conversation. Like at this point, I mean, you're 40. It's not like it's I not would like actually have that conversation early. Yeah, it's not like you're 25 like, or 20. You know, like I would say exactly have that conversation right away because it sounds like things are going really well. And, and maybe that's a conversation where you say when did you know you wanted to have kids with when you were like, you could bring it right. up that way be like, when you decided to have kids, I don't know, because I, I'm reaching a point where I'm ready to do that. And I just want to tell you that out front, like, because you're probably at early on having a lot of sex <laughs> <laughs> and like, you don't want all of those opportunities to go to total waste. To go to waste. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, Regardless of how it works out in that situation, I think honesty and upfront honesty is the best thing, especially when you're getting to know somebody, because the longer you take to reveal a part of yourself, especially at this point in life, like the less authentic than you are. Right. So Mm. I think I think it's just important to just kind of be open and honest um, and let them get to know you that way instead of getting to know you under some other guys, you know. I always like, you know, like for coaching, for instance, if I'm teaching a workshop or a webinar, I'm doing something online, I always do this thing where I set what I call set the expectation, where at the beginning of the webinar, I say, this is my expectation, right? Right. And it helps the audience, whoever's watching, know, okay, I'm ready and prepared for this. You have to set the expectation, right? So that he knows what he's getting into. Because otherwise, you're just going to lead him through a path of, well, I can get or do whatever I want. And if you have a clear directive of where you want your life to go and you haven't set that expectation, then you're actually not going to get what it is you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that that's what it is, right? You got to open up and be direct. Like, I, I think that that's good advice, especially even for a young person, right? Because what that does is that allows you to attract the kind of people that are interested in the same thing, right? If you're, if you're not open and honest about exactly what you want, then you're going to be with somebody who wants not what you want, right? And then later on down the line, you're going to be um, at odds with each other because you didn't 
specifically say, oh, well, I want X, Y, and Z. And they were like, oh, well, I just want LMNOP. I don't know where that just came from. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You just got to be direct and like, you know, don't hold back. Like, it sounds like things are going well and just go for it. Be open. All right. We hope that helps you. And if you want relationship or dating advice from our completely unqualified selves, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram or you can go to broadwayhusbands.com and send us an email there. We are always happy to give you our completely unqualified (laughs) advice. Thanks for listening to the Broadway Husbands podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Don't forget to check out Broadway Life Apparel and our new designs that are released every month. Thanks to our Patreon patrons. Don't forget to join our family by going to patreon.com forward slash Broadway Husbands. And a big shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Go to BPN dot fm forward slash husbands to check out the the wide array of broadway themed podcasts for your listening pleasure and on this podcast we encourage you to love who you love and love what you do hey it's leslie odom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.